Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We're watching Facebook after hours, swinging between gains and losses. Did see a big dip in Facebook right after reporting earnings, but right now uh, shares trading higher by two-tenths of one percent. But again, uh, Facebook shares, they are fluctuating right now after our second quarter revenue coming in at $9.32 billion estimates there. $9.20 billion, another closely watched metric, active monthly users, uh, they did top two billion. Stocks higher, stocks at records with the S&P up a point to 2477. Little change there. The Dow up 97, a gain of five tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 10, up two tenths of one percent. Gold up 830 the ounce to 1260, up seven tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude up 1.7 percent to $48.69 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie. Thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Bunch of headlines after the close Bell, including earnings from Facebook, and also news that uh, Meg Whitman, Whitman will be stepping down from the HPQ board. So keep in mind, as Corey pointed out before, you got to remember you've got the old kind of Hewlett Packard HPQ. That's the board that she's stepping down from. Uh, and then, of course, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, where Meg Whitman continues to be the chief executive officer. I've looked at both HPQ and HPE uh, Enterprise in the after hours, and we're not seeing that stock move. But we're going to talk a little bit more about Meg Whitman. Maybe what's uh, her future. Uh, We'll get to that in just a moment. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Be careful how you vote. Careful uh, how you vote, and maybe that's more of a, a bigger story, if you will, about uh, election results. It certainly has come to the forefront uh, following the November presidential elections and questions about Russian interference and so on. Uh, with us right now, back with us, is Adam Levin. He's the former director of the New Jersey Division of Consumer Affairs, today chairman and founder at CyberScout. That's a scout, excuse me, CyberScout. It's a company that helps individuals and companies protect against data theft and uh, he joins us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Nice to have you back with us. Thanks for having me back. We do have a presidential advisory commission that's out there on election integrity. It was created by uh, President Trump. They have asked, that commission has asked all 50 states to turn over voter names, addresses, party affiliation, and votings. This is part of an investigation on voter fraud. Uh, you're working with the state of Kentucky to protect its election data. Um, how do you feel about this request to turn over all that election data? I think it's absurd. I think the concept of collecting all of that data in one database that's going to be held within the White House or somewhere close by is ridiculous. There's there's really no need for it. This is like a fantasy investigation. We've got much more serious things to work about, worry about. But is the state election data secure? Well, every state is now working very hard at securing its election data, and that is a totally separate issue from what this uh, commission is attempting to do in Washington. Uh, there are things that need to be done in states. For instance, how do you ensure the cyber integrity of data- databases? How do you ensure the cyber integrity of election uh, systems, voting machines? Uh, how do you make sure that audits are fair and open? And how do you make sure that when a system upgrade occurs in a state, that that doesn't create an additional vulnerability that might allow a hacker to get through? Yeah, and, and uh, it's it's a new new issue too. Uh, what is the role when you look at this uh, in terms of nation state hackers? What are they after? 
Well, they're after a variety of things. Uh, either they're looking for information they can sell on the black market uh, in order to make money, or they are looking for ways that they can infiltrate systems, change voter registration information, uh, delete names, uh, add other names, or create chaos. Because if you just were to shift people's addresses a few numbers over, um, or you were to shift party affiliation, uh, that could create a problem. In but- addition to which, they're looking for ways they can target uh, campaigns in some well, why cases. Do they want chaos? Why do they want chaos? They want chaos because they really want to undermine the integrity of our voting system in order to undermine confidence in democracy. Um, and we do have states who are pushing back and saying we're not going to comply um, with this request. Uh, you know, we do have systems coming off of the hanging chad of that wonderful election where there was money uh, from the, uh, the federal government that helped out um, states in terms of, you know, getting their election equipment, if you will, up to snuff. But some of that equipment is now dated uh, in today's environment. I mean, how secure, as you talk to states, you're working with Kentucky, I mean, how secure is that election data? Well, there are a number of and states. protected from being or, or you know, uh, secure from being hacked by other individuals. Well, again, you know, no system is more secure than its weakest link, and humans tend to be the weakest link. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you have people falling for uh, phishing campaigns where they click on the wrong link and suddenly malware is introduced into a system. There are some states where the election systems are very separate from other systems in the state that could be hacked and be pathways into election systems. There are some states where that's not the case. So each state is a unique situation because you're talking about thousands of individual election districts and states have their own processes and procedures. Right. Uh, you know, recently they were talking about the fact that Los Angeles is very interested in what's going on in DEFCON. They've created a, a voting village, a hacking village, where they're going to be taking apart voting machines and seeing how susceptible they are. And you should explain what DEFCOM is because uh, <clears throat> it's because it's a little thing like no other. Yes, yes. DEFCOM is a, think of it as a conference for hackers. That's the kind of conference where you don't take your phone with you. You don't take your computer. You literally in there don't want to walk in the building with your phone. That's for sure because they're all looking for information about you. But look, the reality here is that that we are looking for new and innovative ways in order to protect data and data that's used in elections. And, you know, a lot of states are actually contemplating going back to paper. Paper is almost becoming the new black when it comes to election systems. You know, it's uh, Bloomberg Business Week had a great story uh, at the end of June on the Chaos Computer Club that's over in Germany. I mean, for decades they have been... Germany has been kind of front and center, you know, checking out their systems, having hackers try to, you know, work on, you know, hack into systems. Where are we as a country when it comes to really protecting our important systems, our government systems? We've got a long way to go. I mean, just recently, uh, election systems were designated as critical infrastructure by the Department of Homeland Security. That's because no one really ever thought this could be a problem before, and it is now certainly becoming a problem. But this is going to require a cooperative effort between the government, media, voters, and and businesses, businesses that create systems and everyone else who works with them. And we have to look at this and say, look, we're not talking red states or blue states here. We're talking the United States. We're talking democracy, which is how Germany kind of looked at it, that they needed to protect their, their elections, their democracy. Adam, nice to have you here. Thanks person, Adam Levin. He's chairman and founder of Cyber Scout, former director of the New Jersey Division of Consumer Affairs in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. We'll get a check again on some of those stories uh, after the closing bell. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, this is Bloomberg Radio.